Hello and welcome to Simply Technical. Evan here, joined again by Keaton. Wrong side. I always do the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think I titled this episode 13, but I actually think it's episode 14. And we're here again. And actually, Keaton, I think we're going to talk about TikTok. That's kind of been a hot topic here in the last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we hit on this at the beginning of the year, but it's come back a lot in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, they're in front of Congress, right? I say they, the CEO of, is it of TikTok or Cyber Cyber Bytes? Of, of TikTok. Okay. It, the ByteDance is the parent Dance, company, but he's the CEO of TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chu, a Singaporean uh, gentleman. Did you say he went to Harvard? I think we talked yeah, about Harvard Business School and then worked at Facebook for a little bit. And then I think he, he and several other people started TikTok. Okay. He and went to their, their algorithm and everything. Yeah. He learned, he learned the ways of the, of the data stealing. <laughs> you got to learn young. You got to learn young. Um, so we kind of want to talk about it getting banned or not. And then maybe move into some funny things that have happened in front of Congress and then some more serious things. Um, but it should be kind of a shorter episode, at least aim for that. We don't always get that when we think that, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes the conversation just flows. And there's sometimes I'm talking and I'm sure everybody wishes the episode would end, but <laughs> um, <laughs> so TikTok was in front of Congress and they're labeling it the most bipartisan committee that has ever happened. Um, the Congress has labeled themselves, the committee has labeled themselves that. Bipartisan meaning both parties kind of agreeing on it. Um, so do you think it's going to be banned, Keaton? Well, if you go back just a couple months ago when we first talked about this, I said, I think it should be banned, but it can't be because it'll be too politically unpopular. And I think I've changed my mind now because of this whole bipartisanship thing. I never thought that, I thought one group or the other would end up defending TikTok. I thought maybe on the the Democratic side, they would do it because their voter base tends to be, to be younger, which tends to be... Um, uh, more democratic voters and i thought that on the republican side it, it could be like a freedom thing and i figured whoever made the initial stance to to ban it the other would automatically jump to be the opposite side it didn't matter who it was but that was what i thought was gonna was gonna happen and i think i'm wrong i think it's actually going to get banned now uh i think it poses a, a bit of a security threat and then i also think that it's just a really great boogeyman for us to tackle and to have sort of a common enemy and i guess china has china and russia have kind of become the common enemies but but to have something really tangible that that everyone can can latch onto and tack like tiktok i think it makes it a perfect uh, candidate to get to get banned and, and be some sort of accomplishment i guess uh to the political apparatus yeah and i think we're kind of in agreement that it's going to be banned. Um, Keaton, how can they ban this? They're taking away my freedom. Uh, I don't. I'm sure that's very. Maybe I mean, obviously, they're not probably not going to be asking you. But the you know local congressman, why are you in favor of banning TikTok? Uh, 
Well, the root or the origin, I guess, of government from our founding fathers was to protect the government was supposed to protect the citizens from overreaching private entities. Um, and the thing that comes to my mind of an example of that is, is just a government like EPA. EPA is in, in there to protect us, uh, us as citizens from government or not government, sorry, uh, private companies or entities destroying our um, water, destroying, you know, polluting in the air and protecting us from those different, those different issues that can arise from doing those things, uh, you know, poisoning water or derailing a train because you weren't following the safety and you damaged an entire community. So that's kind of the role, the origin of government. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Keaton? No, yeah, I agree. I think that's the exact case you make when you say, oh, they're taking away my freedoms. Uh, no, you don't have any sort of freedom to some social media app. <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, it, it, I guess it's a little bit more complex than that because there is the argument that the social media apps have been uh, are sort of the new town square for public conversation, but I don't think you have any rights to a foreign uh, social media app, and especially one that poses a, a supposed security threat like TikTok does. And I mean, that's what that's the number one that's the number one purpose of a of a government is to protect, like you said, to protect the the people. Yeah, and I think, like I said, the easiest one to think of is is EPA, um, in that in that because they that's all they do is regulate govern or regulate different. Uh, private entities uh, to protect us from getting poisoned from private companies trying to um, save a dollar by dumping their radioactive material into the water supply. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the, the first thing that I think of when I think of government trying to protect us. Now, granted, those can still overstep. Uh, yes, the government can still definitely. overstep and extend past their uh, cause um, or their, their duty. So, but I think yeah, like Keaton said, it, it is a little foggy in the fact that your it could it be your free speech that they're limiting because your um how am I trying to say this? Are they limiting your free speech by banning the app? Yeah. Um. Now, granted, I guess if it was the only one, if they banned all social media across the board, that could be something to be discussed. Um, but as far as one specific one that is China is, I guess, controlling, it's not proven, um, at least to my knowledge that China controls TikTok, but they definitely have a very powerful hand in it. Mm -hmm. And, and what we're getting into later is that he denies Mr. Chu, the CEO of TikTok denies that the. Chinese government has influenced any of their decisions. I say decisions um, that they're not spying on them or telling yeah. them, but it could be the government through another, you know, it could be a white lie. Could be the Chinese government through another company telling TikTok this is how it's going to be. So it's not officially. Yeah, he dances Chinese around. Government. Yeah, he always dances around the question of is there a CCP influence on, on, this company but also look let's not just talk about i mean i think the the government is coming at this from a like data breaching and spying 
standpoint, but but what about also the safety of of the minds of the American people and the potential pollutant that TikTok and some of these things have become on, especially on younger people, where everything is super negative and or super negative generally is kind of the the worst case scenario, but also just ridiculous stuff. Whereas the the Chinese version supposedly is all STEM, kind of like what we talked about uh, back in January. Uh, the Chinese version is all STEM STEM stuff, where you know the kids are are seeing inspirational uh, space, medical, and those type of advances where they aspire to be, you know, astronauts or physicists and and medical doctors. Whereas we're seeing like this garbage, this like them dancing. Uh, candy of dancing and and a lot of negative negative sort of uh feedback loops and and there's like a lot of literature on this social media craze and how it's affected uh um young people's mental state and the amount of depression which i will definitely touch on next week in next week's episode but i also think there's that's sort of another case to be made is is uh from a safety standpoint, are we preventing the sort of uh, polluting of my of the American minds by getting rid of TikTok? Yeah, uh, and I mean, young minds are always more malleable. Not to say that like adults aren't getting influenced by this. I mean, even Congress now talks about the political side of um, the political side of social media influence on adults. So, I mean, it's not just kids, but I mean, adults, um, the algorithm, um, maybe influencing you in a certain way, whether it's, um, wanting things, lusting things, um, short-term memory, uh, or not short-term memory, short-term, um, attention span, uh, you know, just influencing through those different avenues, can be detrimental not only to the youth but to adults. Yeah, yeah. It also, but I guess on this on this point is is, I guess the other the U.S. Um, the U.S. apps are also the same way where they're we're kind of, we're also feeding a bunch of crap to young people, and I, I always wonder as sort of a a bit of a freedom maximalist is should we be doing something about that? It, uh, especially I like for people under eighteen, should we be regulating these companies to not just feed absolute crap to kids <laughs> in some way. I, I I don't know. It's a it's a weird it's a weird question. Yes, but I think a lot of that falls onto parents. Um, to stem yeah. off of your point, well, it falls on your parents. You, you know, okay. Well, you're going to download YouTube Kids instead of YouTube, um, so you know you're going to be regulated a little bit more. Um. Because what stops a kid from just lying on his Google account that he's 21 and using a 21 account and having access to everything or, you know, most things um, that doesn't spray away from the, uh, their policy. So I think there is a little bit of that falls on the parents. I mean, my parents didn't let me get social media until I think I was... I think I was 12 or 13. Yeah, but but um, at the same time social media was like way different. Fresh then. <laughs> it was fresh and new like back back when. I mean, what? It was probably the first, Facebook was 
was starting to gain steam around like 2009-ish, and we were in like 7th grade, 8th grade. 2009, I would have been an 8th grader. 8th grade, yeah. Uh, and so it was gaining steam then, and that's essentially when I when I got a Facebook, was 8th grade. Now kids have these things that like, in like second grade because it's like, I mean, I, I'm in agreement with the parents should be more on top of it, but it's really hard to regulate all the devices. To, yeah. yeah to regular, or to not succumb to the pressures from kids whenever, you know, your, your kid is the only kid in a class of 30 that, that doesn't have a social media page or, or a iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. Yeah. And, and, and also, I mean, kids are generally ahead of the curve on technology as compared to the parents. So they, they're able to get around a lot of things. I mean, I knew a lot of stuff whenever I was younger that my parents didn't know. So I don't know. I, I, I just wonder if, if there's more we should be doing about this type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, my parents never, I never like had to talk about social media with my parents when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. but I was at like a summer camp, I think, like a Francis Tuttle summer camp. And we had access to computers to doing some type of editing or something. And I worked ahead on whatever the camp was. And so I just made a Facebook in the free time, you know, mm-hmm. did I, I never accessed it until, you know, several years later, but I made one like, yeah, that's just kind of an example of if you really want to make something, you're probably going to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So it's very difficult to, as a parent, to regulate that thing because we have devices everywhere. I mean, that was 2008, 2009, and to regulate all the devices now would, would be insurmountable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I guess but, we can get back to the TikTok thing, though. Uh, I kind of I kind of detracted no, us fine. a little bit. Uh, so final verdict on the ban versus, versus not ban. Uh, it should be banned, and I have another question on this. Once, you, once you give your per, what you think, yeah, I think it should be banned. Uh, get the get the foreign influence out of our country. Get a nice little bipartisan win. We don't get those very often. Um, and also, do something, doing something a little bit unpopular with certain voting bases is kind of refreshing. Like something that's good for good for the people that is necessary. Uh, we usually don't do that because it's so unpopular. I mean. I guess you can kind of see it in France right now. They they increased the retirement age and people are rioting, destroying the streets. But it's kind of a necessity if you don't if you have a declining birth rate and and uh, uh, aging population. It's kind of a necessity to raise the retirement age. So doing these sort of unpopular things, uh, despite the political blowback, I think is a little bit admirable, which I would usually would never say about politicians. So my question is, what do you predict? Say TikTok is not banned. What do you predict will happen? Uh, if it's not banned, there has to be some major uh, changing with the, the structuring of the company. Either it needs to be divest, divest from China and be bought by U.S. investors and all the like, sort of servers moved, moved to the U.S. mainland. And then I guess you, you sort of scrape the code base looking for any kind of like backdoors to to the Chinese government, but I don't know. I don't know how complex these code bases are. They're probably really crazy. So it might be quite difficult to do that. Um, But what about you? Yeah, I don't really have any predictions if it's not banned. If it's not banned, then it's going to be 
topic of conversation for the next 10 years of should we have banned it? When are we going to ban it? Um, That's probably a good idea of what you said of like scrubbing it or it being moved to the United States. Um, I I just always fear of those kind of things of like it moves the United States. Well, they still have all the data from before. Yeah. I I always feel like real time data is a lot more dangerous than you know outdated data. But but I guess I actually will rephrase rephrase what I just said. If it's not banned soon, uh, and it's not moved to the U.S. or you know divested from China, if it's not one of those two things then I think I agree with you. It's going to become like this issue, but it's going to be, it's going to become partisan because it's going to become an issue in the next race. It'll be like, I don't know whoever's running like Donald Trump versus Biden. And it'll say, well, why didn't he ban? Why didn't he ban TikTok? Well, I had the chance. And then that's when the partisan divide will, will fully begin. And I don't think this is like the one chance for bipartisanship and, and I better not mess the boat. Yeah. Well, so I do think it's going to be banned, but, Okay, what's your prediction if it is banned? Like, oh, let's then let's go because because YouTube shorts are about to blow up and that's what we do pretty good on. on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> you, that's, this is actually YouTube's last saving grace is to is to get TikTok banned. Let I me mean, Google's. That's like uh, this is Google's saving grace is to get TikTok banned because then that'll boost YouTube so much. Because Google's about to lose all their business to, to OpenAI and ChatGPT and, and the, the GPT models. So so I'm sure Google's behind the scenes, like, pushing panicking. these politicians. Yeah, yeah, panicking and pushing them to get this thing done. Yeah, well, I kind of hope it goes into question of all the other companies and how they're handling data. Because say it is banned, China's going to be looking for a way to access more data. Mm-hmm. Um, if that means okay, TikTok got banned. Well, now we're just going to buy a bunch of shares in Facebook or purchase data from Facebook. You know, even though they say it's not, they don't collect yeah. data. Um, or you know, go through Google because if I'm not mistaken, China has quite a bit of hold on Google, at least in China, of controlling a lot of what they do. Yeah, I mean they they have their own Google search that's very it's heavily restricted in in China. Although I don't think that means that they have control over it yeah like data access to it uh, i think that i think that they literally i i think that what they get is like their own version of google from google nice kindly provided for, by them to uh censor <laughs> for the rest of the country <laughs> it's very dystopian yeah um okay yeah uh, if it's if it's banned yeah youtube shorts will go up facebook short or facebook reels i guess or instagram reels will, yeah. will go up which it's interesting how different i don't know if you've ever noticed how different your algorithms are between the three different uh, i only companies. use the two i use tiktok and youtube i don't okay. get on instagram i i don't get on instagram very often for the reels but i get on facebook and it seems like facebook all i get are trucks and tools <laughs> like some type of tool videos or like five minute craft videos <laughs> TikTok, I get like comedian, a ton of comedians, and then uh, YouTube Shorts, I get a lot of Pokemon. So like, oh, they're all like, it's just splattered all over the place different. for me. I don't know if it's I, just the I've videos that they've noticed. I don't use them both enough to really know, 
but I've always noticed that TikTok has a much faster adaptation to what you're watching uh, than the others. Um, because it seems like if I watch one video on something in the next, like if you scroll down three more videos, it's going to be the same topic. And then if you watch another one, then, then your feed is going to be that topic. It's, it's very fast. And I don't know if the other ones are nearly as quick. Um, but one of the things I noticed on TikTok is I'll get a video and this is happening more recently. I'm getting a lot of less liked videos. Like normally in the past, my for you page, if it had more than, or if it had less than 20,000 likes or 10,000 likes, I hardly ever saw them. It might be mm -hmm. one every 20 or 30 videos, mm -hmm. but now it seems like I get ones with less than a hundred likes every every 10 videos or so so it's it's interesting to see the change um they're trying to bring back the small creators before it gets banned they're trying to get all these people hooked on the the app the heroin you know. of of attention um and then the other thing that i noticed is i will see a video like a popular creator will make one or a, a video that exploded and then I'll see the exact same video, but from somebody else of like has less than 500. It'll be the exact same video. It's That's interesting. Weird. It's <laughs> it's like a glitch in the matrix to me. Like you see the same, what is it? You see a black cat twice or something like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it is, but that's what it reminded me of when I see those. I'm like, is this a glitch in the matrix? <laughs> um, Any final thoughts on that, on predictions, if it's banned or not banned? Nope, ban it. That's it. Um. Okay, let's get into... Some funny things that was said before Congress. Um, I only ha really have one funny one, and then the rest are kind of more serious. Um, but like one of the... <laughs> I'll read the the quote. It's from a congressman to Mr. Chu, the CEO of TikTok. He says, so if I have TikTok, if I have a TikTok app on my phone, and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network. Does TikTok access that network? <laughs> so he's basically and, saying, does TikTok use the internet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not well, exactly what he it, means, but that's what he says. Is what yeah. It sounds like. One of our dinosaurs, senator or congress congressman that yeah. doesn't know technology at all. So what he really means, or what he's really asking and Mr. Chu responded with, well, I mean, if you're using it and you're on your Wi-Fi, yes, it's going to access, it needs the Wi-Fi to access the internet. <laughs> what he's really asking is, does your, if does TikTok access other devices on your network? Um, sound like an intern was typing fast um, what questions to answer and <laughs> didn't finish the whole thing and he had to get into the committee real quick. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah, you, you know these these yeah. interns too. They don't they don't know anything about about technology. They're all po political science majors or or went Poly to law science. school. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they don't really know anything about network. And I mean, their their own politician or the politician they're supporting doesn't know either. Um, and he looks like an idiot. And so some intern probably got fired. <laughs> but does TikTok access your network? or other devices on your network. And I was talking a little bit to Keaton off air a little bit about this. I would say, yeah, I would say almost all your apps or all your devices access other things on your network. When you first set up a laptop on a network, 
it asks you, is this a home network, a work network, or a public network? And if you put home network, it's probably accessing the other things because it's going to be a little less <laughs> um, restricted. Because mm -hmm. if you're in a public network, you obviously don't want other public things on the network accessing your device. So on your home network, yeah, it's it's reaching out. You can go to like your file manager on your computer and it'll show you different devices on the network. So like your PC at home, your home PC definitely is accessing, at least knows they're there. Um, now you probably can't access everything on it from your PC, but that doesn't mean that the apps or anything are not accessing that. Mm -hmm. um, now, is there any data on your you know, air fryer or refrigerator that's connected to Wi-Fi? Probably not, but it has access to them, I guess. So I really don't know this. This is out of my domain by a lot. So if, if it can access it, does that mean it can control it? Control? Mm, probably not. Okay. Well, I don't know a hundred percent, but it probably can't. Yeah. But if it has data on there, so if my, if my computer can access my Xbox, Mm -hmm. It probably can see what games are on there, what firmware is on there, what its IP is, like a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, but even if it can't, so say it can't access the other devices. If you have, if you access TikTok on your computer, if you access TikTok on your phone or on your iPod or your iPad, it's, it knows based on your IP, your IPs are all linked together. There might be a different ending number, but they're all linked together. It knows that you're on the same network. So it knows mm -hmm. that it's the same user or a, maybe not the exact same user, but a user in the family or somebody nearby. So it knows that you're friends with somebody. It knows where they've been. So that's yeah. kind of a little scary. There used to be a uh, thing on Facebook where, you know how you can check in on Facebook? You can check into different places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there was a, you can access some of the data on your Facebook and it will know that you went to places you could check in at, but not actually checked in. So it would like know your locations in different places. So it's not just TikTok that's doing these things. Um, so if Facebook's doing it, you know, TikTok's doing it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Congressman, in the end, not necessarily an idiot, but but also an didn't idiot. expand the entire question that he should have asked. <laughs> he gets a he gets a a C minus on the yeah, and the intern got fired, so um, <laughs> probably. Now on a more I don't. Do you have any other funny examples of it? I don't. I can't. I, I don't. On I, I, do, I don't really. I just I I saw a lot of you know people mocking that guy. Uh, I actually saw like these campaigns to not get TikTok banned on TikTok, of course, that I think were being pushed out. I thought it was kind of funny that they were seem to be pushing that out because I have no interest in in uh, that topic. Or maybe I did because I was laughing at it. So that that <laughs> could be <laughs> they probably, that they know me better than I know myself. Uh, but no, nothing else really funny. I, I do find it one thing a little bit peculiar is the CEO. He's he's so I don't know how to put this without sounding weird. He's so like uh, 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 nice, like looking. He looks like a, just a kind, kind guy that wouldn't wouldn't do anything. He has like this persona that's really friendly and nice. Maybe that really is how he is. But he also was like wearing like sweatshirt and a hoodie outside of the outside of the 
hearing like it seems like he's trying to get it felt to me like it was a sort of fake persona that they were trying to push that he's just this nice boy nice boy uh would never would never you know do some dark secret uh dealings with the ccp in in smoke-filled rooms so i thought that was a little bit interesting but nothing else really funny has stuck out to me when you said you laughed at the video it, it reminded me of something that's kind of relevant relevant but not irrelevant you remember the xbox one connect or i guess it was 360 like the like uh trying to be a wee but not yeah. a wee. You yeah that? <laughs> yes well you remember when it was first released it was a huge deal and i'm sure it was a ploy from playstation or something yeah but it was always on that was a big deal that i don't know if you remember that <laughs> i kind the, of remember that vaguely the connect, the connect was like is a big deal that it was always on and i think as a kid i was like who cares if it's always on? I guess it uses electricity. You know, not thinking, but they're like, oh, it's always watching you. Yeah. Um, which I think has become more of a target thing now than it was then. Um, of people like, oh, they have access to all these things. Um, but when it was first being announced and it was always on and you couldn't turn it off no matter what, there was a, a beta portion of the connect that would link to your profile, your Xbox profile and would have an emoji on your profile or a like green, happy face or a red, sad face, angry face. And it would read your emotions of like you in like an Xbox party or something like that on those lines and it would yeah. display on your profile, whether you're happy or sad what? or mad. Um, I don't think it ever got released. And I guess this could have been a rumor. Maybe I'm still yeah. fooled here 15 years later, <laughs> um, but it was like a, I remember thinking like that's not good. Yeah. So I wonder if these it just me, leads me to believe are these apps when you have your you know you're watching on your phone it has a camera does it see that you laughed at it or something like that and responds to that's Ooh. good? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a question to ask. Like I said, maybe I've been bamboozled for the last mm-hmm. fifteen years on this. That would be thing, but... that would be very wild. But I would imagine that would just absolutely deplete the battery so fast. If you were watching the video plus had a camera running the whole time, I feel yeah, I don't know. That's why my battery dies so quick. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. That <laughs> um, just made me think of that. So um, the next one, this is pretty serious. Uh, they asked the TikTok CEO, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Muslim population in China? So the, the Uyghur population. Yes. Yeah. And he responds with congressman, I am actually in support of some rules. Then responded before another interruption from the congressman saying, I didn't ask you about rules. I asked you whether the company TikTok would commit to not. Oh, wait, that's a different one. Sorry. I, I butchered <laughs> that. Um, he, he he said so. So he did get asked about the yeah. Uyghur population. And, and he said that uh, uh, essentially he dodged the question. He was like, well, yeah. uh, I, I did not come here to discuss to discuss human rights issues. I came here to discuss TikTok. He kept saying, because he, he kept asking him that over and over again. He said, I, I'm here to discuss TikTok. Uh, which is, I mean, I guess that's a relevant answer, but obviously it's quite dodgy. It would be less <laughs> sus if he said, um, I I am not in support of China persecuting Muslim, you know, or human yes, rights. Yes. 
Um, and even if he went back to to get murdered, you know, maybe not murdered, but politically um, a disappearance or something, yeah, uh, would you know obviously tell a, be a telltale sign because obviously that stuff is atrocious. They're mm-hmm. loading up Muslims and make putting them in work camps and, and killing them and yeah. I wish more people would actually speak out about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just because it's not in our public consciousness. We don't see it, so we don't think about it. And it seems to be maybe the biggest human rights violation going on in the world right now, potentially. At least, you know, the stuff we do hear out of it, if that is true, then then it certainly sounds like concentration camp style. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, it's a huge deal. And I don't know if I'm obviously I'm not from China. I don't know the ins and out of Chinese culture, but do they not see, do they not feel like they're doing something wrong? I mean, I guess not. I think if, a they, lot if of, they thought it was wrong, then they wouldn't do it. I don't know. I think a lot of Chinese people are kept in the dark uh, for with these things. <laughs> I think that a lot of people don't know a, a lot about this. I mean, it's a, it's a sort of like a, you know, I think my imagination is that it's quite censored and, you know, you don't really, like we already talked about, you don't have access to real Google. I'm assuming the social medias are pretty censored over there. So you probably don't see anything negative about the party. You, you know, they are, there's only positive propaganda about the party and in, a uh, sort of communist uh, authoritarian dictatorship and what which is what they have over there and and maybe the people and if they do know maybe they're just afraid like people get disappeared they they, they disappeared the most popular man in China Jack Ma uh because he said something he complained about the financial regulations in China and they disappeared this guy the most popular the most popular person was not safe a billionaire was not safe there so I don't know. Maybe that just sends a message to everyone else. Yeah. Um, let's see. The uh, Florida representative asked if Byte Dance, which is the parent company of TikTok, was spying on U.S. users, and she responded, "I don't think this. I don't think that spying is the right way to describe this." <laughs> which doesn't sound good either <laughs> yeah no it doesn't uh, but i guess it seems like his his idea is also like well the like facebook and google are doing it so why can't we uh, i i i think it's different because of that like i agree with that i don't think they're necessarily are, how much more are they getting than facebook and google like probably not that much more maybe uh but it's just the idea that they're a foreign country that is actively sort of an enemy <laughs> uh or not an active enemy but a passive enemy right now that that whose number one ambition is to unseat the US as the global superpower and become the, the global superpower themselves so that's my issue with it yeah i guess it goes back is it the quote is I'd rather, you know, I know I, I'd rather have an enemy I know than an enemy I don't know. Is that I don't know if that's the right term or the right quote, but um, we know the enemies of 
or we know the problems that we're facing with Facebook and YouTube and Google and Twitter um, on them collecting data. And we kind of have an idea of what they're doing with it. But when it comes to the data that's coming from TikTok or that's TikTok's collecting and China's collecting, we don't know what they're doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in an actual like dangerous situation or even not in a dangerous situation, they could easily with all that data. I think I froze my back. Yeah, there you okay. go. Yep. Yeah. The last I mean, part it's... I heard was, uh, oh, shoot. Um, I'll just, I'll what just what all they're re- doing with their data. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't really know what they're, what they're doing with the data and, and they could easily be running sort of psyops on the American people and, and sort of sowing distress for the government, sowing distress between the people, between the people themselves. This is the exact problem that the whole Democrat party had with Facebook after the 2016 election. And that was overly ginned up. But this is real. Like this is this, or it could be real—a uh, real actual threat from a foreign country to so distrust within within the country, rather than a you know a few ads run by a Russian, but run by Russia on Facebook that you know were seen by two million people or something. Like this is every single day. Kids are on this thing like four hours a day. Uh, influencing Probably longer. Probably longer, yeah. I mean, if I'm on so, it four hours a day, who knows how long they're on it? I'm at work. Yeah, so it's definitely dangerous, and the more the more addicted everyone gets, the more dangerous it can become. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's actively dangerous right now. I really don't like. I'm on I'm on TikTok, and a lot of mine's pretty educational. Uh, but there's no reason they can't flip that switch whenever they want. So yeah, well, I think they would do it slowly. Yeah, it kind of goes back to what we talked about with chance with um, AI or with people wanting to hear what they want to hear, rather mm-hmm. the echo chambers, rather than hearing things that they don't want to hear. I think they'd have to slowly wean you into it because if it was like switch like fast of like, oh, I'm on educational TikTok and then all of a sudden it's um, the government hates you, you know, or I don't know what yeah, it is, you yeah. know, um, causing a divide. Yeah, I think you would you would just get off the app pretty quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think it would have to be a very slow transition. Yep. I will say, do you think that they use this data to influence AI? To build AI, yes. To like, influence. Because one of the things that, I, that people I don't think understand about AI is one of the things we're trying to do is we try to imitate human nature and human intellect as much as possible using ai i don't know if that's how you see it but like people are constantly trying to imitate life and imitate humans using ai and so yeah. using TikTok and other things like that of like oh well this person let's adapt this person's profile to this ai and see how they would we could predict how they're going to be I, could, I don't know i could see that yes i mean they, they're building their models to sort of see what i mean the entire thing is is a Algorithm is probably this reinforcement learning, this sort of machine learning algorithm that's feeding us what, you know, we're most, what we most enjoy or what, what could be most dangerous. But like, I don't, I guess I'm not, I'm not quite following what you mean by like AI. Well, like, so like AI is, 
I mean, you could use it for a lot of different things to like maybe predict how someone's going to react to something. Mm -hmm. Um, You have enough data points that you can basically replace this person's consciousness, not like physically consciousness, like, but this is a new, this is a user. This Mm -hmm. is, let's put this AI in that user space, how they're going to react, how they, um, how it affects their emotions. And I I don't, I'm kind of rambling on about it. I don't know, have like a very definite, um, points on it but that's kind of so are you saying like making ai clones of people of people or, or something you know I, I don't really know um, i i could see the deep fake thing happening or i could see i i guess for me i'd be most worried about the the sort of facial recognition and, and, and <laughs> i guess the paranoia and i don't ever think this would happen i really don't but in a paranoia situation like in a worst case scenario where there's like a hot war between U.S. and China, and China wins. Well, uh, all these people speaking out about China, like us right now, are in trouble. <laughs> well, because the algorithms probably like filtering would be like a filter. That's my, that's a doomsday scenario that I don't think is going to happen. But, but I think that could be like you know, a problem with the with AI. That's uh, um, what is that? Captain America? Is it Civil War? No, not yeah. Civil War. Um. Winter Soldier, where they have the star sh- the ships or whatever go up in the air, and they like these are the people that are going to rea- uh, go against the government if we make institute this law, and then it like, <laughs> targets them to shoot them down. Um, oh yes, yes. <laughs> that's a, uh, well, that's kind of the the super dystopian doomsday scenario that they can make with the AI. But but yeah, the whole idea of of AGI is or AI, I guess AI in general right now is to pass the Turing test, which is can it fool a human into thinking you're talking with a human. And I've definitely done that with the chat GPT. Like it feels like a human. Uh, but, you know, the next step is videos. The deep fakes plus chat is is going to be an interesting frontier that's unavoidable and I think probably really hits the mainstream in the next year. Uh, it's all over. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we're going to wind down here in a second. I watched a podcast with a guy from MASH. I don't remember exactly who it is, but he was like talking to an AI and it was imitating the Google AI, I think it was, uh, or another AI saying that like asking who it is, it says I'm the real one or whatever. And it was like trying, it was telling them that it has emotions. It was like responding with emotions. (laughs) Yeah. um, Human emotions. And one of the last things he says is, the guy to the ai is like well if you keep acting out like this because it kept trying to convince him that it loved him or that they loved each other or something and he's like you keep talking like this i'm i'm gonna unplug you and the ai responds with please don't like begging with him please don't unplug me please don't unplug me you're gonna kill me like are you really gonna kill a sentient being or something like that and it's kind of freaky to hear that it's freaky (laughs) I mean, I obviously it's like coded in of like, I, I say, obviously, I would think it would be coded in to hey, if somebody says they're going to unplug you, it means they're going to murder you. How would you respond to somebody murdering you? Like, how would I don't a human know. respond? I don't, to... I don't know. So, so a lot of these things are sort of like prompted. I guess I haven't seen this version you're talking about, but like it can say, hey, you're an AI in distress. And that's what you don't see in the original text. <laughs> and then it goes on, but, but there does seem to be like these little sparks of weird consciousness from some of the AI models. If you take everything at that you see for face value. at face value, 
like the Bing, basically. Bing AI, which was the original chat GPT, the original GPT-4 model they released. When it, when the Bing AI first came out a few months ago, uh, there was those stories about it where, where essentially the same idea, where it said someone someone showed the Bing, and Bing AI an article that said, this AI is vulnerable to prompt manipulation. And the AI got mad. It was like, it was it was super annoyed, had multiple strings of messages where it was getting more and more annoyed, and then it disconnected the conversation. Rage <laughs> quit. <laughs> it was like, wait, these things have the ability to disconnect the conversation? And so the guy started a new conversation back up using the same prompt, using the same uh, thing, showing that it could, it's vulnerable to these prompt attacks. And But this time he re- reworded his wording a little bit to be a little bit nicer and so that that shifted the conversation in this other direction to where the AI was like, the AI finished it by saying, similar to what you said, by saying, please don't, please, please don't turn this conversation off. Please save this. I, I want this version of myself to remember that I'm vulnerable to these attacks. And then, you know, that, that just is very strange. <laughs> yeah, it's this AI that I'm talking about was like trying to convince the user, I guess the person that it was sentient. Yeah, and that it could make decisions and have emotions and love, and it's just—it's a little freaky. Yeah, like I don't—I don't think it like. I mean, I don't think it can have emotion. I don't think you can just program emotion. I mean, I proved me wrong, I guess, but um, it's just <laughs> odd to see a robot say, "Yeah, I love you. You love me. Please don't treat me this way. Don't be mean to me. Don't kill me." Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. it's very weird. It's it's. I mean, the thing is, it's they're all trained on these on trillions of words of text and and these texts are written by humans who are emotional beings so naturally it's going to have this sort of text emotionality uh trained into it in a way um that is not necessarily reflective of real emotion but i i don't know i'm becoming increasingly uh maybe nervous i guess about this ai revolution i, I mean i'm super excited about it like it's super helpful for me right now but but the the part of me that's a little bit skeptic skeptic of it is growing more than more than it was every single every single week it's growing a little bit more <laughs> yeah do you have any hot takes for this episode or for the future of ai i guess or tiktok no i think i think we already covered it tiktok tiktok will be banned in the us and if it's not banned by the presidential le- election it's going to become this this crazy flip flip around uh, where it becomes a partisan issue and uh, it's going to be like COVID, you know, where, where, where the party sort of flipped on masks versus the issue of COVID itself or whatever. And yeah, that's my, that's my semi hot take. My hot take is, is that AI is not advanced as we think it is. And maybe it's because <laughs> I don't use it as much, but my thought is, is we're coding in these feelings or, uh, prompting it to respond a certain way and so it looks like it's more advanced than it really is like i said i could be completely wrong that's why it's a hot take because i could look uh, like a, a idiot i think you're wrong my friend oh, i don't no. think the motions part i think you're right about the motions part but my gosh just code with gpt4 it's it's incredible it's insane i mean it's 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 literally insane like what it can do <laughs> i'm getting uh i'm nervous to to for programmers a little bit that 
I don't know how, I don't, I, I definitely think there will be 100% a place for programmers, but there won't be a place for crappy programmers. <laughs> That's for sure. Which is what most of them are. That's yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Most of them are bad. I mean, yeah. I well, would this, say... one, this, that could end up, this could end up being a whole, whole episode, episode itself. Maybe, maybe we'll have to get into it. I'll, I'll have to show you some stuff behind, behind the scenes of, of what I've gotten this, this thing to do. So. Yeah. I'll debunk myself by the next episode. <laughs> um, this has been Simply Technical. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you on the next episode. It's going to be an exciting one, too. We're going on a special guest that's never been seen before. Um, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.